This is Veronica from Argentina and you're listening to the Empty Spirals podcast. Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. This is Veronica. And this is Matt, and you're listening to episode 40 of the Lacuna Coil Empty Spiral podcast. The official podcast of the Lacuna Coil community. I nearly said that wrong. I'm going to rename myself Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 40? This is like midlife crisis territory. We are yeah. 40 today. We are 40 today. That is out bloody rageous. I cannot believe it's 40. That means that for 40 weeks we've been talking to each other and there haven't been a single argument yet. No. That is crazy. Uh, aside from when we pushed Mike over the other week on the uh, the subject of making him change his score to a 10, but that, it wasn't quite punch-up territory, was it? That is, that is true. <laughs> that, that was a little bit of an arm-bending exercise, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just up the back a bit. Easy. We didn't do that. <laughs> so, how's everybody been? Um, good, thank you. I've recovered from last week's. Um, well, sounding like I'm drugged off my face on cough medicine, so I'm good. I wonder where that was going then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say um, I was drugged off my face, but uh, the Umpa Lumpers certainly could have been. Uh, have to say that uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was very good on Friday. No uh, metal blast beats as was possibly expected. Uh, it's uh, thoroughly entertaining, and I do recommend anyone that's in London definitely check it out because the staging is awesome. Did you bring us an Impalumpa? I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just going to say I have an exceedingly large suitcase that hopefully we can get in the boot of your car. Excellent. We need we need more Impalumpas. <laughs> Now, whether that is an Oompa Loompa or whether it's a case of beer, you'll just have to wait and find out. Uh, but, uh, you know, either works for me. But I quite like the idea of us taking an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Right, yeah, so um, as for me, I've just had a very busy week of work again. No, it's just crazy. I think I'm kind of gearing up for the end of the month and a certain tour. All getting quite excited by it, you know. All hotels all booked. Tickets all got, rocking, rolling, you know, etc., etc. That's me, really. I, I can't you were wait. Gonna, I thought you were going to say something else then when you said gearing up the end of the month. I was going to say you, you're male, you're not female. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong, so wrong. Right. Anyway, um, welcome, Veronica. Thank you. Uh, I'm fine. I'm enjoying my holidays. I have a week off from school. I work at the school, so great. I'm enjoying that and and talking to you now. Excellent. So where <laughs> where are you talking to us from? I'm from Argentina, um, a little bit far away from you guys. <laughs> wow. Cool. The, the powers of the internet, we love it. Yes, that's great. <laughs>
Anyway, so um, we're, we're going to have a chat with you today about being a Lacuna Core fan, aren't we? Yes, of course. Well, let's get cracking then. We'll start off with the question that I, I always ask everybody. So how did you get into Lacuna Core? Well, it's, uh, I think that it was in 2004. My brother brought uh, Carmelize and he told me to listen to it because I was listening to Evanescence. So he said that both bands were compared. Of course, we know that they are not the same, but they are usually compared. So I listened to Lacuna Coil. And at first, you know, I was I was only 12 years old and I was like in love with Evanescence. And at that age, you don't think too much about other bands. So I just listened to the to the album and then, well, it's fine. It sounds good, but I, I stayed like attached to Evanescence tightly <laughs> until some years later that, well, you know, you get like a little bit bored, not because of the music, but because you cannot only listen to one band all your life. You need to listen to something else and open your mind. So I started listening to other bands and I rediscovered again Laguna Coil and well and the first song I I remember uh, falling in love with was Daylight Dancer. Ah excellent good choice. Yes (laughs) I really liked that song and of course then I started watching the videos Heaven's Lie and then well I got, uh, some some years later, I got uh, Karma Code and the rest of the album. So, well, it's almost, it has been like 10 years ago, all this. But it, it became my, my favorite band. You've seen Lacuna Core live in concert now? Yes, 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 yes. I have seen them three times. Um, first in 2010. It was a great time, you know, I was really excited because I wanted to see them, but I, I, you know, I had that feeling that they were not going to come. I would have to travel in order to see them, but fortunately they came to Argentina and I could see them and it was really exciting. It was the first time, of course, so um, it was great. I, I think that it was one of the most beautiful concerts I have ever been to. It was awesome. And then and I had the opportunity to see them again in 2012, but it was uh, like a fest. Um, they came with uh, Lamb of God, and hate breed, I think they were. And it was not so good because they only played six songs and it was like uh, we had that awful feeling that we wanted to see more and more, but well, it was awesome anyway. And in that opportunity, I saw them, I, I had the opportunity to meet them. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, I won a meet and greet. So, uh, it was awesome, awesome that experience to meet them, talk to them, 
Um, and when this year I saw them again, fortunately they came back. And well, it was I think that this this year's show was the best one. It was the the Dark Legacy tour, and it was awesome. Um, that fantastic feeling to uh, listen to old songs and new songs, and it, it was fantastic. I loved it. The, the Dark Legacy tour is was a great tour. It really was. I, I know we all enjoyed it, and as you say, you get to listen to so many of their songs from different eras. It's it's, it's a brilliant experience. Yes, yes, I remember they they played Self Deception. And that was one of the first songs I have listened to, and it was awesome. That feeling to to hear that song um, live, it was beautiful because you you don't expect to listen to those songs. So you you mentioned that you've met the band then, and and you you won a meet and greet. Did you say you won a competition to meet them? Yes, yes. Um, first, in 2010, I went to the hotel to see them, but uh, I spent hours there waiting for them. But unfortunately, when they came, it was almost time to go to to the show, and I I I was afraid because I thought that maybe, well, if there were uh, if there was traffic or something like that I would arrive later and so I decided I decided to leave um, for the show and then uh, I just saw Andrea, mm -hmm. Mackie and Mouse I think but well I took a picture with Andrea and Mackie um, I left, <laughs> but well, uh, it was awesome anyway. And during the show, I remember that Christina took my hand, and that was like awesome because uh, I could not see her in the hotel, but in the show, she took my hand. It was like magic, I don't know, <laughs> magical. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> so, have you managed to meet the rest of the band now? Yes, in 2012, I could see them all, fortunately, and I took pictures with them. We didn't have, like, a lot of time to talk and all that because we were, like, more than 10 people there. But I could see them and talk to them, take pictures. I gave uh, some drawings I, I made for them. Um, I gave a doll to Christina, and so it was it was really good, a really good experience. Excellent, excellent. And this year I I went to the meet and greet, but it was even shorter than last year's, so it was fine anyway. But you know when when you are there in front of them, you. I, I, you're speechless. I think you you planned so many things to say and to tell them, but when you are there, you you are speechless and you think you are stupid because you cannot um, mutter a word. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I had that feeling that I need hours to be with them and to tell them what they mean to to me. 
but well, I hope... it's like that. Yes, you don't have enough time. <laughs> well, I hope you get a chance in the future to um, to get over your, well, I say nervousness, but to give you a chance to, to say all the things you want to say to the band. I'm sure they'll be yes, back in Argentina soon. So coming on to the music then, uh, you first listened to them back in 2004. Uh, and since then, you've purchased all of the albums that they have. So, do you have yes. a f do you have a favorite album? Well, uh, I love all the albums, but I don't know. I think that uh, Dark Adrenaline is like full of energy. I, they have like I don't know if I don't know whether to say improve, but because all the albums are really good and I love them all, but. It has like special energy and a special power. I love it. But anyway, I I love all the albums and all the songs. And now I'm really excited to listen to what they are doing now. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we all are. We're all wanting yes. to know what's going to come next. So. Yes, I really hope that the the new album has uh, like all this energy and power again. Because uh, you, you, while you listen to it, you have the feeling that you don't want to stop listening to it. And that's amazing. But yes, I think that all the albums, I love all the albums and all the songs. Um, they have beautiful messages behind. Um, I don't know. I, I feel I am a coiler. So <laughs> I love all the all the all the albums and songs. Do you have a favourite song, though? If you had to pick one, what would it be? One that means the most to um, you? Well, I think that This Is My Dream is a beautiful song. Um, I would choose it because of, of that message. You know, believing yourself and all your dreams come true mm. is something really... Uh, really moving I mean it's it's really nice um, anyway I can choose all the songs if you <laughs> if you give me the opportunity but uh, I think that um, that song is great and the message and well the same with Kill the Light uh, it's another good choice yes it's an amazing song um, uh, it gives you strength when you need it, <laughs> and that's amazing. Yeah, I, I I get that a lot from a lot of Lacuna Coil songs. There is a there's real positive messages that come out of a lot of their songs, which are yes. which I really really like. And yeah, I certainly agree with you on those choices. They're both really good songs. Excellent. Yes, yes, and then I had also uh, that feeling with Upside Down. I don't know if I I got the message fine, but uh, I I have been like really depressed some days mm -hmm. and I said I have to do something and I always remember I'm leaving the dark side and it's like I have to leave that dark side and and feel positive and don't think anymore about the past and mistakes and all those things that are like tormenting you. Um, so that's really nice as that's well. That's a really good message. Me. Yeah, that's a really good message. So um, aside from the songs, I understand that you run a couple of Facebook pages. 
uh, as well as yes. other things. So can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Yes, well, first uh, I'm running Lacuna Coil Argentina Official, mm -hmm. that is uh, on Facebook, and we are running it with another girl that is called Silvana. It's uh, um, another fan page that we generally try to publish things in our language, mm -hmm. in Spanish, so everybody can understand, or at least the ones who live here, um, and they have the opportunity to read the information and understand it, we translate things, and we are trying to do many things. Sometimes we do games and try to um, give them prizes and things. And we have um, we have done a how do you say they, like a giveaway mm -hmm. um, in order to give one of them the opportunity to to meet Lacuna Coil in, during last concert. Brilliant. And yes, so that's really nice, and they they feel really excited. Um, so we are trying to do our best to to give them the opportunity to be more connected to Lacuna Coil and to get the news and all and everything they are doing, you know. Uh, so it's more or less that what we do in Lacuna Coil Argentina official. And then I'm running also Christina Scavia quotes that I try to post pictures of her mm -hmm. with the, with her inspiring words. <laughs> you know, everything she writes. Uh, I have the feeling that she's uh, uh, so kind and everything she writes is like in order to give us... Uh, a piece of advice and you know trying to help us <laughs> in a way uh, so I try to put her inspiring words and pictures together um, and that's more or less what I do in that page well I think you're doing a really good job of both pages and I'm sure uh, everybody in Argentina all the Lacuna Core fans in Argentina are really appreciating the effort you're putting into translating news and just providing uh, Argentinian fans with a, a really great community. Uh, fantastic. Thank you very much for doing that. And I'm sure the, the band are very thankful as well. Yes, I hope so. And um, Well, we try to do our best. It's like that. We love the band and we try to share our, uh, our feeling and and everything we know about them, we try to share them with the rest of the fans. Mm. Well, I, I've also, I like the uh, Christina Scabia quotes page. I think it's really, really good fun to see the quotes that she's, the things she said over the years. And as she said, they're, they're quite inspiring. Um, and I, I think you're doing a really good job there as well. So well done again. Thank you. So final question for you then. And I ask yes. this of everybody that comes on the podcast and talks to us about what it is to be a coiler. What does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to you? That's a really hard question. <laughs> I I think that um, it might sound crazy. You know, when you talk about a band to someone who doesn't know the band, 
they might think you're crazy you cannot have that feeling for a band or or for an artist but the thing is that you need to listen to the songs and you need to have that feeling of being a coiler in order to understand the, uh, what you feel but i i think that being a coiler means learning a lot from their songs their messages and getting the strength getting the the positive message to, to go on and what inspires me more is that they have that beautiful message to understand life to understand that darkness is part of life that well you have to cope with that you have to cope with uh Everything, everything is part of life. Darkness, um, you know, death, health, whatever. Everything is part of life. You have to accept it and you have to cope with that in the best possible way, I mean. Well, I think that's brilliant. I think a really, really good message to, to, to come away from listening to the music. Um, I, I, no one's ever said that to me, put it quite like that before. And I think that's a really, really important aspect of it. And I think it's a great part of their music is the, the message that you're getting from it. So, yeah, that's really cool. Yes. Yes, it has helped me a lot. You know, I I always have that problem. that I cannot understand why we live and why we have, like, so many experiences and we do effort every day to get things to get a good life a good uh, way of living and why if we are going to die then and well no it's not like that it's part of life mm-hmm. it's like that and and yeah, I think that uh, Christina's messages have helped me a lot to understand that it's hard because you cannot live all the time with that, uh, with that, with that thought in your head. And her message has helped me to understand that and and to to cope with with this, to cope with with life and to everything you live. Well, I think that's really really cool message to take away, as I say. Well, brilliant. I think that's that's great. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank um, you. Are you going to stick around and join us for the Daylight Dancer review that we're about to do? Yes, I can say if you want. Excellent. If I can of add course. something, I'll add it. I'm sure. <laughs> well, now that we know that uh, Daylight Dancer was, uh, was it one of the first songs you listened to and one of your favourites? Yeah. and So I, I, think, I think you have to stay. We're not going to let you leave. Right, guys? Veronica yeah. has to stay with us for the review, so... There we go. brings us on to our review this week we are reviewing daylight dancer which is the third song taken from lacuna girls album comalize mike is it your go or is it russell's it's not mine i know that for certain 
Mr. Dyer. This Mr. Is. I think Dyer, it is me. Yes, it's you, yes. isn't it? Right, go yes. on then. Well, um, where do I start with this? I think this is one of my favourite songs um, so far off the album, even though this is only song three that we're going into. Um, I'll start musically with it, um, what I think. The opening bit, I know this may sound strange, um, I always, when I hear this, it always sounds like a clock, the opening part, how it's done, like um, times passing by, which links to the whole uh, dance a bit of the song as, as, as though daylight is dancing um, dancing by and, and time is passing. Um, I think that the guitars work really well in this song and the drums, um, even from the opening bit, when it kicks into the, um, the song and you've got little extra bits in it that sound um, like angels or, or something like that. It conjures up great images that I think that the one thing that they slipped up on with this was that they never made a, a video for it, like um, an official uh, thing. And I think that there were so many different uh, things going around in my head that I think that they could have uh, could have done with this. Lyrically, I think it's very. Um, there's a lot to um, a lot to think about and conjure up. It's uh, not so easy to understand. But my uh, my basic message from it. Um, is probably to free yourself from all the uh, the misery that's uh, built up with inside you and and try and think positively maybe and find another way to deal with things in life. So kind of a rushed a bit of a rushed review, but as much as I love it, it's it's quite difficult to talk about it. So I don't, I don't know whether all of you might agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I do agree actually. What about you, Russ? What do you think of it? Me, I mean, I sort of think Mike made a good point there with you've got that opening keyboard line, which, you know, it does sort of, if you, you think about it, it does sort of bear resemblance to a striking clock. So I think he sort of hit hit that one on the head. Um, obviously, this song's got that huge pounding bass line, which is basically the backbone and the structure of the song, which just, just carries it throughout. Um, I love how the song sort of continues the trend of Swamped and Heavens Alive with that offbeat guitar structure. It sort of sets a, a theme running throughout the album. Uh, musically, I love how the drums sort of heavily accent the song, which leads into the vocal melody lines from both Christina and Andrea. It's just, again, a very strong song musically. Um, you've got various key changes in it, which are just timed perfectly with the vocals. I love the mid-tempo breakdown and the downshift in the chord progression, which basically takes the song back to that opening keyboard line about halfway through. And then you've got sort of the drums, which kick back in and just set up again another perfect vocal melody from Christina. Um, lyrically, I've always sort of taken this as a song about sort of purgatory, which is sort of the, the stage of being trapped between life and death. There's various images and lines within the lyrics which sort of suggest to that. And obviously Mike's hinted on the, the fact that Daylight Dancer and, you know, being trapped somewhere and other stuff. Um, I also love the operatic vocal synth for want of a better word, which underpins the song. It's sort of very low down in the mix and it just provides sort of a brilliant haunting effect throughout the song which sort of, again, if you're thinking in terms of imagery and the song title Daylight Dancer, I've mentioned Purgatory you can think of sort of some form of like ghost imagery and themes, which sort of harks back to the first EP. So I think this is definitely a progression albeit sort of going back and sort of hinting at the, the early styles of the band. So again, it's just another very strong song. Wow, I think you've covered all bases there between the two of you. There's not much more for me to say, really. Veronica, what do you think of this song? As if I didn't, couldn't guess. <laughs> well, yes, I have the feeling that um, 
this song talks about uh, thinking positively, as Mike said, and leaving the, the, the mistakes and all the bad things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, well, that uh, you have to turn your pain in truth, like, mm-hmm. change the, that pain, you know? Like... Um, in the chorus, where it says, take another yeah. chance to find a distant sanity and turn your pain in truth. Yes, exactly. I understand. Yeah, I, I I kind of agree with everything that everybody said. Now, for me, just talking about lyrics, because I think we've, we've seen, well, I've heard two different interpretations here. One about freeing yourself from all the anxiety in your life and, and another one about purgatory and, and I hadn't really noticed the purgatory part before Russ but I can see your point here mm-hmm. um, there's a part of it which suggests to me that Andrea could be like a, a, a tempter you know like a tempting devil or something trying to get people get Christina or getting the other person to tie in and and do things that they want that person to do. Sort of forget all the things that you've done before. But I also get the sense of purgatory. And when I first listened to this song, and when I listened to it recently, to specifically studying the lyrics, I got a sense that it was about a message to someone freeing themselves. And it was harking back to that sense of destiny that we've seen quite a few times over the last few songs. Mm. Uh, Obviously, Swamped talks about destiny quite a lot, and we've heard it a few times in um, Unleashed Memories as well. So I, I, I can't say for certain I know what this is about. I think the the lyrics are bleak enough for them to be open to your own interpretation, which of course is great in itself. Musically, I, I love the build-up of the song. I love that bit where the guitars kick in between the two verses that Andrea sings. So we started with the desolation, grief and agony and then we get the boom as the, the guitars hit and the bass hits and my favourite lines is what comes straight after that which is trying to move down in this grave trying to believe in every faith as another bridge to clarity what a great set of lines that is so poetic um, and I think that sets the tone for the rest of the song and that kind of ties into that feeling as you say about purgatory or temptation or freeing yourself from, from destiny the rest of it is pretty much as you've all said. I think it's a great, great song, and it is one of my favourites on Comalize. In fact, I go so far as to say it's one of Lacuna Core's most original songs. It always comes across as something really different for, to me. When I listen to Heaven's a Lie, you listen to Swamped, obviously not in that order, well, maybe in that order, but you listen to those two. And then this comes along, and it just feels, it feels so different in a way it's still got that heaviness as you say it's still got the connections with those other two songs musically but there is just something different about this whether it's the opening whether it's the song structure I can't quite put my finger on it but it really feels like a refreshing song to take you further into into Comalize and I really love it of course saying what it's like on the album for me does not compare to what it's like live I love this song live I think it's brilliant I think it's a crowd interaction there's a rawness to it it's just I don't know it's just 
Daylight Dancer for me, it always comes across as one of the best performances that Lacuna Corp perform, perform. When they play this song live, they seem to have their own energy. It's even more energy than you've seen them before. It's like they come alive even more. It's like they really enjoy this song and you get the fist pumping from the crowd. Everybody going, hey, 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 hey. Oh, I just love it. I love it. I just, this one of my favourite songs. Really good. I agree with you. <laughs> so, what are we going to give it rating wise then? Mike, what do you reckon? Well, I think based on all that, that, that you've just said and the, the images that it c- can conjure up in potentially what they could have done with it as a video, and not only the, how it is on the album, but as you say, every, every time you hear it live, I think for me personally, it is one of the best songs they've ever. Um, recorded and it's one of the best songs that they can ever put on a set list be it at the start or at the end I think they used to end with Daylight Dancer didn't they so many times yeah to, the, think, to the point now that when it does appear in the set list everyone thinks it I'm ends. getting my time I go home yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really am yeah and I, I just think based on that and uh, as you say about the live performance I think it is like a shot of adrenaline into any set list or any performance that they do, and I think for that I will nail it with a ten. Oh, he's doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Russ? I tell you, I'm just glad that you expanded on that point when you said that Andrea sounded like a tempter, because I was worried you were going to say Andrea sounds like he's in the Temptations, and that could have really like downplayed <laughs> my score. So um, <laughs> you know, ignoring that fact and any resemblance to any form of other musical genre, this is a, a solid nine for me. Okay. Veronica, what do you think? Yes, I was going to say that I agree with you because it's a really different song. I think it's... uh, I don't know, there's something different in the song. Uh, As it was one of the first songs I listened to, I have that feeling that uh, it is like Beauty and the Beast, you know, like... uh, Christina sounds like a really angel, like an angel, and... And Andrea, like a beast, like that he's like a strong, a strong man. Mm-hmm. And I had that feeling when I listened to it. But uh, I think that it's a very different song uh, from the others, especially in the album. So what would you give it score-wise out of 10? I think that I would give that song... 10 because it's different and I love it and it brings me beautiful memories from when I listened to it from the first time for the first time fair enough it's getting very good score this song isn't it it really is Uh, I think for me I'm it's hmm I'm not gonna give it a 10 but I'm gonna give it a nine and a half which such a cop out (laughs) maybe it is maybe it is I've I've got another song on this album that I know I'm going to give a ten to, and, and Daylight Dance is not quite there, but it's it's live energy, the, the, just that sense of it that it being it's a different song, it's a different sound, uh, it's definitely worthy of a nine and a half. So, so what we got? We got two tens, a nine and a, and a nine and a half. I think that's a pretty good score for Daylight Dancer. See, I see what you did there. You just expanded on the theme of purgatory. Trapped between two scores. That's exactly what I was. What can I do? What can I do? You guys caught me in this trap. But there we go. So, Daylight Dancer.
think that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral Podcast, does it not? 40 episodes in. And we're still waiting on our first Oompa Loompa. Need another cake for me. I, I, I think we do. I'll, I'll, I'll find someone that can make bake us a cake. So you can get in contact with us, of course, via the Empty Spiral website, which is www.emptyspiral.net, or via our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Empty Spiral Net. And, of course, we've got Twitter, which is at Empty Spiral Net. Uh, send us a tweet, send us a message, send us whatever you want, and if you listen to us on Stitcher Radio Network or on iTunes, send us a review. You can tell us we shit, we don't mind. Well, we might cry a bit, but maybe not too much. So there we go. Don't know about you guys, but I'm off this week to uh, make some space in my boot for an Oompa Loompa, just on the off chance. <laughs> well, I suppose if we are voted as possibly being shit, I'll have to rope in some of my to take over the podcast. Yeah, we, we, that'd be quite funny. I think we need we more. We could actually all dress as them for the uh, Halloween show. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> yeah, you go for your spray tan and um, spray <laughs> tan and out wig. <laughs> I fully expect there to be a Mike Diet and Palumpa now in, in Glasgow on the 31st of October. <laughs> I'm, I'm accepting no substitutes now, Mike. You've, you've said mm. it. You've opened your mouth. You've got to make it. I'll so. think about it. <laughs> I think this could all descend into chaos because you know the umpa Well, the umpa lumpa butter chicken dance. There you go. Mm. Don't get me started on butter chicken. Right. Well, anyway, um, before we this gets any sillier, thank you once again to Veronica for joining us on the Empty Spiral podcast this week. It's been an absolute pleasure having you with us. Thank you. Thank you, guys, for giving the, this opportunity to me. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, although I was a little bit nervous, but it it was fantastic. You Thank did you. Absolutely fine. You've got no need to worry there. And uh, thanks, everybody else. I'll speak to you all soon. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, guys. See you.